I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of ChaseAndRider.com. And the way that you would come up with the measurement is by having them measure the palm of their hand, what you're looking for, the circumference. So this is the only gift on the countdown really where you can't really get that one as a surprise because there's no other way to really measure somebody's palm without having them do it unless you do it while they're sleeping, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> so if you're looking to surprise them, then that's not a good gift. But if you tell them that I want to get you some nice gloves and just have to pull out a tape measure or something and measure around the palm of their hands. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman, the show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Arache from ChasingRider.com and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. Not sure if you guys are aware, but for the past month, me and a couple of my friends, Style Architect and Style Jumper, we've been going live every week, every Wednesday night on Instagram to talk to the people, answer some questions, talk about some topics. But it's just a precursor for this membership that we are doing on Facebook starting this Wednesday, December 6th. But we're still going to be going live on Instagram from 8 to 830 and then at 8.30, we'll take it to Zoom, which is where the membership is going to be hosted. Well, the, the membership will be hosted on Facebook, but the videos for the membership, when we go live on Wednesdays, will be hosted in Zoom. And you have to be part of the membership in order to get access. Um, to get more information, you want to go to patreon.com forward slash menswear mastermind. Once again, patreon.com forward slash menswear mastermind to hear more about it and how you can sign up. But um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because one of the questions that we got last Wednesday while we were on Instagram Live was about gifts. One of the guys wanted to know, how would you handle if you were speaking to somebody new and they wanted to get you a gift, like a menswear gift? Uh, how would you go about handling that situation? And it was, it's a really good question, man. It's a very touchy subject. Me, personally, I'm not a fan of people buying me gifts, menswear gifts, that is, because I'm very picky when it comes to what I like. And surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, Style Jumper and Style Architect felt the same way. So that gave me the idea to make a podcast episode about it. So this is exactly what this episode is about. I'm going to give you a list of 10 items that I think could work for somebody that's into menswear. Intro. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, huh? Welcome to episode 19 of I'm Not a Gentleman. I've spoken to women that said that they want to help upgrade their husband as far as getting them more into classic menswear and starting to look better. But a lot of times they don't really know where to start. And also, a lot of men have their own taste, so you can go ahead and buy them something, but that doesn't mean that they're going to like it. So this is basically what this episode is about. I'm lucky that my wife is usually pretty good at picking out gifts for me 
because I'm extremely picky when it comes to the clothes that I wear. Not just the clothes, the accessories, everything. I'm just a really picky person when it comes to that. But thankfully, my wife's been listening to me talk about menswear for a long time, way before you guys. (laughs) So she has a pretty good idea of what I like. But a lot of women don't. And um, also, there are a lot of guys that are just getting into classic menswear. So... I want to be able to help the women out there pick out things that possibly their significant other is going to like. I'm putting myself in their shoes. Those are things that when I was starting my journey would have made really, really great gifts for me. Now, some of these are very expensive and some of them not so much. So I guess it really depends if your husband or your significant other has been naughty or nice this year. (laughs) Um, but the great thing about most of them is you don't have to know their size to really get it. There are a couple where you do have to do a little bit of research and one of them where you do have to ask them, but for the most part, most of them, you don't have to worry about sizing. It's more like a one size fits all kind of situation. So I hope that this episode helps. Because I know a lot of women are thinking about that and they're not exactly sure where to start. So this is what we're going to talk about. Well, I wouldn't say these are gifts for a menswear enthusiast per se, but more like somebody that's just starting to show interest in menswear. And you want to get them some gifts to get them started. And the reason why I'm making that distinction is because... A lot of the items that I mentioned in here, if somebody is truly a menswear enthusiast, they probably already have a few of those. So this works better for somebody that's looking to cross over into getting serious about menswear. And these are some of the gifts that you can get them. And the main criteria that I wanted to go by is they don't really have to try any of these on. But um, yeah, man, let's, let's get to the countdown. Gift number one that you can get to someone that's looking to get into menswear is a tie rack. And the company that I recommend for that is Dapper Woodworks, which is a company out of Houston, Texas. And uh, you'll be hearing more about them as we go through the countdown. They make really nice tie racks, which range anywhere from 12 inches all the way up to 48 inches depending how big of a collection that the person has or the person is looking to have. So you can definitely get something that they can go into. Prices range anywhere from $125 to $485. So not only does it have to do with how wide the tire rack is going to be, it also has something to do with the type of wood that you select. So obviously the longer the tire rack, the more ties you can put on there. So, for example, on the smaller end at 12 inches, then that'll be 21 pegs versus the bigger one at 48 inches is 93 pegs. So I think that's a very thoughtful gift. Um, You can also choose to have one with a shelf or without. The one that I have doesn't have a shelf, but I think that the shelf is a really cool look. So this is the first gift that I would put on the list. Gift number two would be a set of Nakata hangers because not all suit hangers are created equal. So if they have a couple suits and you want to make sure that you're helping them upkeep their stuff, 
You can get a single one, but they also come in a set of three for $135. Now, this is one of the ones where you have to know what size they take because what makes the suit hangers really good is that they're going to fit the jacket perfectly. So they come in three different sizes, which is 400 millimeters, 430 millimeters, or 460 millimeters. 400 millimeters is for a suit size between 35 and 38. 430 millimeters would be for a suit size between 39 and 42. And 460 millimeters would be for a suit size of 43 to 45. We'll be right back. Yo, real quick, I got something very special to share. Are you ready to elevate your style game? Well, I got just the thing for you when you want to cost you a dime. Introducing my latest ebook, The 7 Style Mistakes That You're Making Right Now. It's packed with insights to help you up your style game. In this exclusive guide, I break down the common pitfalls that many of us fall into. From fashion faux pas to overlook details, I got you covered. You'll learn how to turn heads for all the right reasons and boost your confidence in any situation. So are you ready to transform your wardrobe and leave those style mistakes behind? Head over to I'mNotAGentleman.com or click the link in the show notes to grab your copy of the 7 style mistakes that you're making right now. It's a game changer and it's 100% free. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, style is a reflection of who you are. Let's make sure you're sending the right message. Grab your copy now and let's embark on this style journey together. Until next time, stay stylish. So if you're not sure, you can look inside of the person's jacket. And most of the time, unless it's a custom suit, it should be able to tell you what the suit size is or the jacket size is so that you know exactly which hangers to get. And the company that carries these hangers is Alterton out of the UK. So Alterton.co out of the UK is one of the places where you can find Nakata hangers. Item number three on the list is also the most expensive. And that's a valley stand also from Nakata hangers. And you can also get that from Alterton. The valley stand is called the Giorno Valley Stand and it retails for $630. What makes a valley stand really good is somebody is looking to get into menswear. It's one of the ways that they can organize the suit or the outfit that they're going to wear the next day so they can see what it looks like before they even put it on. Obviously, there are cheaper ways to do that by throwing it on the bed or something like that. But obviously, that's not ideal. And um, the Giorno Valley stand is definitely something that I recommend. It's made in Japan, and it's a full-featured valley stand. And just like the hangers before it, it does have really nice contour shoulders that's going to be ideal for your suit jacket. And it also has a tray at the top where you can put your watch, etc., So I'm a really big fan of the Valley Stand, and I will be getting one shortly. And when I do, I will make a video on it to show you exactly how I plan on using it. But um, that would make a really, really nice gift. And as I was saying, the Valley Stand is made in Japan, and it's made out of European beechwood. It does have two bars where you can put your trousers, 
and also has an elevated shoe rack area for you to put your shoes. Ladies, that's a really nice and thoughtful gift if you're looking to spend some money on your guy. The fourth gift that I recommend, once again, this is for somebody that's getting into menswear because if somebody's already a menswear enthusiast, they definitely should have those already, is the Set for Life collection from Maclasu. And um, what that is, it's a set of ties, a set of three grenadine ties to be exact. So it's a black grenadine tie, a navy grenadine tie, and a burgundy grenadine tie. When somebody's just starting out, I think that a solid color ties is a great way to go. Um, if you guys listen to me enough, or this, this is your first time hearing me, I think that ties are extremely important. And I think that's an easy way to step up your menswear. They're usually one size fits all, so you don't really have to try them on. And as I always like to say, your tie sits right below your face, so you can't really hide it. So as far as the colors, you can't go wrong with black and navy. Personally, I like black a little bit better because I can wear it with all my suits. Versus navy, I wouldn't wear navy with a navy suit. Um, just because that monochrome look, it's not me. And I don't own a black suit, so therefore I can wear my black tie with all my suits. But they're really one A and one B. Like if you were to do a survey and talk to a bunch of menswear enthusiasts and you ask them what's the most versatile, solid tie, solid grenadine tie, they'll probably say either black or navy. And the third one is a burgundy, which is a little bit different but definitely shows people that you know what you're doing. The burgundy is going to go with everything also. So gray and burgundy is a really good match. And navy and burgundy also work really well. So those three ties will definitely set you for life, as the name states. The price for the three ties if you get them as a set, it's $217, which is a really, really good price. And that's a really nice gift to give to somebody. Once again, they don't have to try them on. It's one size fits all. And that's a good way to go. I have the set myself and I love it. I already had a black grenadine and a navy grenadine, but they weren't in the same quality as the one from a classroom. So I've upgraded my ties and um, I'll be making a video shortly about the about the box set. Gift number five is an Abbey Horn Stag Handle Shoehorn. And that one retails for $66. You can get it from Skokti Bulaget, which is a men's store out of Sweden, online menswear store. Shoehorns are very important, man. You should never be putting your shoes on without shoehorn. That's an easy way to mess up the, the back of your shoes. So do you have to pay $66, though, to get a shoehorn? No, you can probably get a shoehorn for a couple bucks made out of plastic or something. But when you want to step it up, a stag handle shoehorn from Abbey Horn is a really nice touch. I have this shoehorn myself, and I highly recommend it. Once again, it costs $66, and I think it's a really nice gift to give to somebody for Christmas. Number six is a pair of peccary gloves. So this is another one of those that you do have to know somebody's hand size because they come in a couple of different options. A lot of different companies sell peccary gloves. 
Um, but I get mine from Skolix, which is another menswear store out of Sweden. And they retail for $178. So peccary is expensive. And these ones are cashmere line peccary. So really nice quality gloves. And now that we're in the fall and winter, it's a really, really nice gift. And somebody will be very happy to have those. So that's what I recommend for number six. And the way that you would come up with the measurement is by having them measure the palm of their hand. What you're looking for is the circumference. So this is the only gift on the countdown really where you can't really get that one as a surprise because there's no other way to really measure somebody's palm without having them do it unless you do it while they're sleeping, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> so if you're looking to surprise them, then that's not a good gift. But if you tell them that I want to get you some nice gloves and just have to pull out a, a tape measure or something and measure around the palm of their hands. Um, the store that I get them from is Skolix, like I was saying before. So if you are not sure, after you measure the palm and let's say they're in between sizes, you can definitely reach out to Skolix and you can tell them the situation and they'll be able to, to guide you from there. Number seven, and those are lapel pins. If you see me in my videos, I'm hardly ever without my lapel pins. That's a subtle way to really step up your presentation because not many guys are walking around with lapel pins and they're not really too flashy, but you definitely notice them. And they retail for $30. The company that sells them is Dapper Woodworks, which is the same company that make the tie racks. And they have a bunch of different options to choose from. I think that those are really nice, subtle gifts that you can get for your man for Christmas. Number eight, well, number eight is more of a combination of things. So it's two different things. The first one is some horn collar stays. Collar stays, if you're not aware, is what goes inside of the collar that makes sure that the collar stays straight. So when someone buys a shirt, they already come with plastic collar stays that are removable. Those are usually trash. So you really want something that's going to be a bit sturdier. And I highly recommend horn collar stays. Uh, those come in different sizes also. So I usually have really long collar points on my shirts. So mine are three inches long, but they start around two inches. And you can get those from Kirby Allison and those retail for $35 a pair. And like I was saying, this is a two-part one. And what I would recommend also is a collar stay holder. And those retail for $35. And you can also get them from Dapper Woodworks. They come in multiple finishes. You can get walnut, mahogany, cherry, maple. And I think that having the collar stays with a collar stay holder makes a really nice gift. And that was number eight. Gift number nine is a wooden stick umbrella. And those retail typically anywhere from, let's say, 165 to you know, six, $700 or higher, you know, so it really depends on what you're looking for. One company that I do recommend if somebody that's starting out is Kent Wang and those retail for $165, but they also have some that are a little bit more expensive depending on the wood. My wife actually got me my first wooden stick umbrella for Christmas back in 2016 so those make really, really nice gifts. Like I said, my wife is really good at doing those things and getting me gifts. So 
if somebody's kind of picky like myself, unless they already have a wooden stick umbrella, I don't see how they wouldn't like that. You know what I mean? So that's a really thoughtful gift, and that's going to come in handy. Now, even though there's a wooden stick umbrella, doesn't mean that it's indestructible. I think that's one mistake that people make. So if the weather's extremely bad, like it's extremely windy, and the rain is just hitting sideways, that's still going to mess up your umbrella, even though it's a wooden stick umbrella. They don't make umbrellas strong enough for some of the weather that happens sometimes, depending on where you live, obviously. So just something to keep in mind, man. Just because it's a wooden stick umbrella doesn't mean that it can't break. So this is why you see a big discrepancy sometimes when it comes to prices of wooden stick umbrellas. A lot of time it does have to do with the actual wood, but a lot of it also has to do with the construction. So the more expensive, a lot of time, the stronger the umbrella is. But even then, like I said, doesn't mean that it's not going to break. So just something to keep in mind. And last but not least, the 10th gift that I would recommend for somebody that's starting their menswear journey would be a really nice scarf. The type of scarf that I'm referring to are usually kind of expensive. And those are wool, 70% wool, 30% silk scarves. And they usually have illustrations on them. One company that does a really good job is Drake's. But like I said, these things are pricey, but they're probably some of the best things that I own. Besides my coat, nothing gets more attention than the scarf that I wear in the fall and winter. So definitely something that's very nice to have and would make an excellent gift. I can't imagine somebody not going crazy if they were to receive a really nice scarf like that for Christmas. So once again, they are not cheap. Typically start around 300 to about 450 but definitely worth it. And to me, that's one of the best gifts that you can give to somebody. And my scarves are some of my most prized possessions and pieces that I really look forward to wearing in the fall and winter. If you want to hear more about scarves or menswear accessories in general, go back to episode six called Mastering the Art of Men's Accessories, where I went a bit deeper on accessories. But a scarf is highly recommended, and not just any scarf. I'm talking about the scarves with illustrations on them like the ones that I wear from Drake's. There are other companies that make them also, like Shibumi and X of Pentacles, but um, I think Drake's, to me, are the top of the line. So this is the part of the podcast that I like to call I Got a Story to Tell. And as I was coming up with this episode, it reminded me of a story that happened. So I used to work in property management on the waterfront in Weehawken, New Jersey. And a big part of our job was for us to tour new prospects and show them the property to see if they want to rent there. It was a luxury rental building. We are working a few different buildings um, along the same strip there in Weehawken, right across the water from Manhattan. And I remember one day in January, it was raining really hard, actually. And I was the only one in the office that came prepared and had my umbrella. And it was shortly after Christmas because I had just gotten the umbrella. Like I said, my wife got me that umbrella for Christmas 2016. So it was like the first week of January 2017. 
it was raining really hard, so we didn't really have that many tours that day, but somebody did come in for a tour, and it was for one of my colleagues. Our office was in one building, and then we also managed the building next door. So she was going to be going outside. I felt bad about her not having an umbrella, so I told her she can use mine. And it was against my better judgment because she was one of these girls that's kind of rough. Like, I remember when she came to the office for a job interview, and um, I was in the office at the time. Maybe I was on tour. And when I came back, one of my colleagues was like, yo, there was this girl here that came for a job interview. I couldn't believe how hard she shook my hand. I thought she was going to break it. I was like, oh, man, thank God I wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when she got hired, I kind of forgot that happened. And, man, she caught me by surprise. She gave me, like, the roughest handshake, man. So I kind of knew that she's kind of rough, you know, but I felt bad about her going outside without having an umbrella. Well, needless to say, when she came back, the tip of the umbrella was broken. I'm still not happy about this, by the way. It's like seven years ago almost. <laughs> the good news is it was a clean break, so I was able to glue it back together, and you couldn't tell that the tip was actually broken off. But you would think that when you're using somebody's stuff, you're going to be a little bit more careful with it. So obviously she was using it like a like a cane, I guess, you know? And, yeah, man, she broke off the tip of the umbrella. And I'll never forgive her for that. I'm serious. (laughs) Nobody's going to look after your stuff like you do. So after that day, I don't care what was happening outside. Nobody was going to touch my umbrella. I learned the hard way, and that was the end of that. (laughs) So that was my story for this week. So this is the part of the podcast where I take your call. If you want to participate, all you have to do is go to I'mNotAGentleman.com and click on the blue microphone on the bottom right corner. Leave your name and where you're from and leave your question and hopefully I get to it on the podcast. This question comes from Leo. Let's hear it. Hello again. My name is Leo. I want to know what's your recommendation for the first maybe two, three pairs of shoes for winter time, like boots. Thank you, and keep it up. Yeah, so that's a timely question, being that we are in the fall going into the winter. And boots are not really my strong suit. I only started wearing boots like the past few years. I do have a couple pairs. What I would recommend, um, you said two or three pairs. My favorite are the field boots. I have two pairs of those, and they come in so many different variations. So some of them is like half suede and half leather, obviously all suede or all leather. And the originator of those boots, at least the brand that made them really popular, is Edward Green, and their version is called the Galway. But since those shoes are so popular, almost every brand has their own version of the Galway. Um, that would be my first recommendation. Um, as far as what color, then that would be up to you. Um, I have two. I have one that's black, and I also have one that's dark brown leather and dark brown suede combination. The second type of boot that I would recommend 
is a pair of chuckers. And chuckers are really versatile, man, because you can wear them with jeans. You can even wear them with a suit, assuming that it's a more casual suit, like a flannel suit or a tweed suit or something like that. And, of course, you can wear it without trousers and a sport coat. So that would be option number two. And if you want something that's a little bit dressier, because both the field boot and the chuckers are more on the casual side, uh, the third option would be either a Balmoral boot, which is more of a dressier boot, or a Chelsea. I'm not a huge fan of Chelsea's myself personally, but I've seen some guys do it really, really well. So those are going to be your dressier options when it comes to boots. So just to recap, the first one would be a field boot. The second one would be a pair of chuckers. And the third one would be either Chelsea's or Balmoral boots, which are going to be your dressier options. So thanks for checking out episode 19. 10 gift ideas that women can use if they're looking to get something for somebody special in their life that's just getting into menswear. And obviously, if you're a dude, you can get those gifts for yourself also or for your brother or for your cousin. It's not just for women, but I made it for women because typically most women don't really know that much about menswear. So I wanted to make it a guide, like put myself in the guy's shoes and those are things that I would have liked when I was getting started. So that's why I made that episode. But it's definitely something that you can also use for yourself. If you're just getting started and you probably didn't think of those things, you definitely appreciate them. And um, come back again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Back in that, yeah. Tell them to watch it.